0: This is Local Color, distributed by Your Public Studios, a podcast dedicated to the artists, entrepreneurs, and social innovators using their talents to make Baltimore and the DMV a better place. I'm your host, Jason V., and on the show today... Singer-rapper Beth Banger. The Baltimore native credits her creativity along with her brother Benjamin Banger as the driving forces behind her music. It's impossible to not get up and dance to her tracks and if you're like me and can't dance, you groove to it. To me, her most recent album It Girl is a concept album, one that completes a trilogy of emotional yet fierce music from the fire sign herself. Every once in a while, I like to interview musical artists and musicians. To be honest, I don't do it as much because I feel like I'm not that great at music journalism. I'll read music reviews or watch in-depth video essays about albums and artists and think to myself, either this person is reaching or I'm not smart enough to understand the connections they're making. This feeling worsens when it gets down to the local music scene. What's good isn't always what becomes popular. But I think with my guest, Beth Banger, I can definitively say I like her music and I think it's good. I've kept her most recent project, It Girl, on repeat these last few weeks, and we discuss what I believe to be the standout track during our interview. Beth is more quiet and reserved, opting to politely laugh off praise than lean into it with the arrogance of someone putting up a front to feed their own ego. Despite her reserved attitude, when Beth begins talking about her music and her process, she's confident in herself. That confidence was built up in part by her brother and number one fan, Benjamin Banger. And don't worry, he'll definitely be on the show sometime soon. He's been by her side since day 1 when they were kids growing up in the elusive Fenango Park.
1: Growing up for me, I lived with uh, my brother Ben Banger. Who's also and, in the studio. Yeah, he's in th- <laughs> <laughs> Um and um we we had a, like a a middle class home. My mom, she's originally from New York. Um so she's a hard worker. She's always worked hard to make sure me and Ben are comfortable and you know, we had what what we can have we're not spoiled but (laughs) we can have what you know what we need you know i think that instilled hard work in both of us we live over west west side and um we both went to city schools um i went to western ben went to city we had a good time growing up i had a pretty good childhood i can't complain (laughs) you know we have our memories i think me and ben always think that like we have a very like separated childhood from other people. <laughs> like our experience like is way different from other people. Just like we just we get into like weird things and everyone's like, what? Like what do y'all how did y'all like do? It? I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, just like different different stuff. But okay. um but yeah, so we had a pretty good childhood. Um I'm really happy about uh where I've come from with my family and um my mom is really like rooted in creating that family S relationship. She's she's the original it girl for real. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, so yeah, <laughs> we'll
0: be getting into um, it girl soon because that's yeah. the name of the project. I do have a, a follow up question though. So my mom is from New York as well, oh, cool. and you're We're saying fine. that your she's from Queens, she's from okay, Jackson from Heights. Brooklyn. Okay, so do you have any idea what it is that makes people from New York move to Maryland so often?
1: I I think. My mom, she just got tired of a lot of things, like the city. She lo- she loves the city, but... I think she just got tired I know for a while Like she never really Took me and been To the beach Because she said Like she lived near um, Coney Island So she was like I'm not going to the beach I went there like Every day from my childhood So <laughs> I think she just Kind of got tired of it Other family members Moved also But yeah I don't know Maryland is like a Like <laughs> It's like the The, the, the port. City. Like yeah. I don't know <laughs> I really don't know What it is about that But they're here <laughs> well, we'll, we'll,
0: we'll take it We'll take it um, yeah. So oh, oh also Before we get into The next question what's the age difference between you and ben
1: we're two years apart okay who's older uh, he's older. Oh, Yeah, okay, he's older. Okay. And But I swear that, like, I was just, like, I got trapped in the womb. Like, <laughs> I feel like we're twins, but, like, I just got caught up. Like, I was like, ah! And then yeah, yeah, that's what years I, later. <laughs> when
0: I was doing my research, I'd, I'd seen that, like, y'all are, um, you know, on each other's projects a lot. I was like, I wonder if they're fraternal twins or something like that. Because yeah. like, I have a sister, and she, but she's two years older than me, so okay. I'm, I'm the younger one. And then I got a younger sister um, as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So the next question here, I've done – I've tried to do my research, you know, uh, when I was talking with uh, Scorsese, when I interviewed him, shout out to him as well. Yeah. I, I looked on Google Maps. I, I, I looked like through Google search. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know if I'm spelling this right because I'm not getting any results. Where is Fenango Park? And what is what is <laughs> what what is it? What is so special about this place? What's the significance of Fanango Park?
1: Ooh, yeah. So, Fenango Park, I feel like it's more of like it's an idea it's a way of life it's a lifestyle if we're putting a pin on a location i feel like we'd have to it would have to be in forest park uh, and that's where me and ben uh grew up our home because from, w- from what i see looking at the guys like they kind of created that um You know, their bond and their friendship through high school, they've been friends for years and they've bonded and they kind of grew up in the house. Like our house was kind of like the spot where everyone could hang out and, you know, after school and be there for hours and things. And they kind of built a bond and they bonded over music. They bonded over whatever guys bond over. Mm -hmm. And um, I think they kind of created that. Um, that lifestyle or that way of life. If Pinedo was here, he could like better explain it. I feel like you know that's that's you know their creation. I'm just kind of like a sister of <laughs> all of them. You know, I've like I'm the baby sister of them all. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I'm just a part of it like through that way.
0: Okay, well, yeah. I'm glad that y'all <laughs> were able to clear that up. It kind of sounds like, because um, I'm, I'm a really huge uh, OutKast fan, mm-hmm. and um, when they were making music, they called like the recording studio where they went, it was somebody's basement, but they called it the Dungeon. Okay. And Dungeon family just became like a lifestyle and mm-hmm. just like a, a way of, uh, of life for them. So that's what yeah. Fanango Park uh, sounds like. So I appreciate yeah. you uh, <laughs> giving me the 411 on yeah. that. Um, if uh, my listeners or our listeners don't already know, um, you make music, you are a rapper, you are a singer, performer. I can only assume that when you and your brother were coming up in school, like were y'all the kids that were banging on desks making beats and, and sitting in the back of the <laughs> class not doing your work?
1: plot twist no (laughs) really (laughs) me and ben were the most awkward shy kids in the universe it's like i can i can speak for myself i was extremely painfully shy Mm -hmm. painfully so and that really went on until maybe like my sophomore year of college really yeah high school i was really quiet i stuck to i had a small friend group i was in band and I, I played music. I always had a love for music, but as far as like expressing it, that was a nah. I was like, mm, <laughs> not putting myself on the spot. Definitely not doing that. Even if I think I can sing, I'm like, not joining choir. Nope. Yeah. I'm gonna play my flute. Like I was on my early Lizzo, you know. Like yeah. I just played my flute and kept to myself and <laughs> got my good grades and got out of there. <laughs> okay. But I definitely had the passion. It just like I didn't have the confidence at all to really like pursue anything or like you know stand out in that kind of element but
0: yeah. yeah yeah I feel the same way um when I was in high school like I didn't see y- you're better than me you were actually in band I didn't do any type of extracurricular activities oh, or anything yeah. I was just as kind of awkward and shy I would just like go to school I mm-hmm. got pretty good grades within like I was one of the kids where I was like I, I would do my homework but I just wouldn't turn it in and my mom was just uh, like like,
1: <laughs> like what was the point yeah like, why are you doing the work and then
0: not actually getting uh, the, the grade like, for that's it that's kind of like super
1: villain behavior <laughs> I don't know
0: <laughs> listen I'm, I'm sure uh, had, certain, had other decisions been made yeah. I definitely would have had uh, you know a villain arc or something um, so you, you mentioned that you didn't really come out of your shell until mm-hmm. sophomore year of college So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's where you went directly uh, after high school where did you go to college and, and what was that like
1: I went to Uh, Washington College it's on the eastern shore of Maryland Um, that was another I feel like I could write a great book because that was another four years of my life that was really crazy like just like it was (sighs) I, I'm as when I look back on my experience now, I can really appreciate it. But while I was in it, I hated it. I hated being at school. And the school was um, predominantly white. And that was a big shift coming from the city. I was not prepared for that. Nobody could prepare me for that. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to adjust. And, you know, meeting a lot of people that honestly had never met a black person, that was weird to me. Like, really? I met a lot of people that just never met. So they would ask me, like, really weird questions. And I'm like, okay, you're not being mean you just really don't know know. and you know but there are people that were mean also but like just everything was a huge adjustment for me and i didn't adjust very well at first but um as time went on i started to find myself and to grow in my individuality and i just was like okay i just got to do me like don't worry about what anybody else thinks like anybody else says i'm me i'm i'm that girl so <laughs> yeah i just like by the time i was time to graduate i was just like solo dola i'm like cool i'm doing me i'm not worried about what anybody says so
0: gotcha yeah okay <laughs> so and i can
1: appreciate that experience like now looking back i've it gave me great like real world it, it prepared me for the real world especially like in the working world it prepared me rather than like going to another school i don't know in the you know, the experience kind of sheltering me. I feel like I really got prepared for what to expect in the real world. So I know how to, like, operate in the business world and, like, just interacting with people in Mm. life. So, okay,
0: yeah. So now we're going to jump into the music aspect. But before we do, (laughs) can you just talk a little bit about the impact that your brother uh, Ben Banger has had on you as an artist? Um, You talk about, you know, finding yourself and also uh, just just gaining that confidence. Mm -hmm. I feel like Sometimes brothers' jobs are just to be like, it's like stop, stop, stop the crying, and just like yeah. you, like you, you, just, you can't <laughs> oh, care yeah. what these people <laughs> say or think about you. So, can you explain in your own words oh, what, yeah. what his impact has been? Oh, uh,
1: I yeah, yeah, I was literally going to say when literally there was there, I feel like that was the the breaking moment. It was a a time he came to visit me in college, and um, I like I was so bad. I didn't even go to the dining hall. I didn't even want to eat like around people. I just. I just couldn't. And so we went to eat in the dining hall, and then, like, I, (laughs) I sat at, like... I was like, come on, let's sit right here. And, like, we sat at a table, and there was, like, some people on the end of the table but in his opinion he was just like why are you he started yelling at me like in the middle like loud in the middle of the dining hall he was like why are you sitting right here he's like you are way too cool to be sitting next to these people he's like go sit with the cool people and I'm like "Uh," and I start crying I'm just like oh my god but that was a big moment because it made me realize I was like okay like I can't keep like putting myself down for no reason and I was like I have to like hold my head up and I could do whatever I could sit wherever you know and people are gonna respect me one way or another and that was (laughs) that really was a big moment for me but oh like coming up and everything like yeah ben has always been there for me even when i wanted to start making music because he was already making beats and everything so and you know i was like into that and i was like okay this is cool but i just didn't really have the confidence so like when he recorded me i'm just like like whispering in the mic you know (laughs) yeah and um you know, at the time, I guess he, you know, it's not like he didn't believe in me, but, you know, he was just like, okay, I see what she wants to do, but she's not there yet. But he always, like, supported me every step of the way. So, um, yeah, he's kind of like, you my biggest fan for oh. real <laughs> and no. biggest supporter, really, like, and, and encouraging me, you know, um to never stop or like i'm like i'll call him sometimes like i got this one line and i'll like tell him to be like that's cool that's cool and i'm like yeah and so i'll put it in a song or something like that he's always really been like that person to like the first person to initially really support me in this you know in this avenue
0: we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back i continue my conversation with beth banger i'm jason v this is local color stay with us Hey, I'm Jason V. This is Local Color and my guest is Beth Banger. So now in earnest we will jump into your music. Um I yeah. listened to a few of your projects to prep for this interview and it's interesting that you mentioned that uh your brother uh, was making beats when you decided you wanted to pursue music because I feel like with the projects that I listened to with you, your beat selection is like really good and then I feel like the the tracks themselves are also very well um mm. well produced. so what do you look for uh, in a beat when you are trying to find something to to rap over?
1: I think I think yeah, Ben definitely had a big influence that because he has a good ear and then like I would always just like if I'm like would Ben like this beat like <laughs> I think I, I I think I am kind of skeptical if Ben doesn't like a beat. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this song. <laughs> but, like, I, you know, I, I think he he's kind of helped my ear get better with things. And then, you know, once I, you know, got to liking whatever, you know, I felt like was my style or my sound, it was easier for me to pick things. But I think I, I don't really box myself in. I think that's the best part about picking beats because I can really, I can make a, you know, a, a rock song, like Raging. I can make, I can sing, um... I could, you know, rap, I could, you know, I can really do whatever I want to do, and it doesn't limit me to, like, one, like, a type beat or, like, one type of sound. And um, I think that's important. And I think um, starting off, I would really, like, try to listen to a lot of different beats and just try to do something on them, like, not really recording it, but just, like, you know, freestyling on something or just, like, humming something just to see if you can do something on the beat. And um, I think that's really good practice that you have to have. And um, as far as production um, title, um, he's an artist as well in the city. He um, he's a great producer also. He helps to mix and master a lot of my music. And I'm also I I record myself, but he mixes and masters like mostly everything so I'm, I'm like getting there i'm almost there with like um mixing and stuff but um i just really record and do a real real basic mm-hmm. mix but um he's the mastermind behind the clean you know clean tracks and everything so shout out title yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if they ever listen to this keep doing what you're doing because uh mm, thank this you thank st- you stuff sounds really good speaking of those projects uh, the 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 ones that I listened to that kind of stuck out to me the most were um, there was Heart of Fire, Don't Leave Me a Voicemail and then the most recent project that you released um, which was It Girl <laughs> and in my mind they kind of sounded like a natural progression for you as an artist but it also felt like they were kind of a trilogy like Heart on Fire or I'm sorry Heart of Fire was like we just broke up I'm kind of going through it right now and then mm-hmm. like don't leave me a voicemail kind of self-explanatory like yeah. don't leave me a voicemail <laughs> because like I'm out with my friends right now and mm-hmm. then it girl was like that final Charizard evolution of like I am that you know yeah. I'm not going to say the be I'm yeah. that girl <laughs> uh so would you agree that uh those three projects are are kind of like all part of the same trilogy
1: Man, that that's so beautiful. I, I wish <laughs> I wish that's what it was. But that's so beautiful, but I when I think about it, I would put Don't Leave Me a Voicemail and then I would also put Sweet Disaster. Mm. I would put Don't Leave Me a Voicemail, Sweet Disaster, and then it girl and that's what I would make the trilogy. Okay. Because for me, those are the those are the albums and they're more it really shows the, my, at least in my eyes, shows, like, my growth and my progression as to where I am. Because I think Don't Leave Me a Voicemail kind of started really, like, there was no, other than it being like, okay, I'm going to drop a project and it's going to be fun and sassy or whatever. You know, that was kind of the goal. And then Sweet Disaster is definitely more, like... Strategic. I'm like, okay, I'm going to really, like, let people know how I'm feeling in each song. We're going to, like, get more in-depth. And mm-hmm. I think also um, when we get in It Girl, it's really, like, it's still very fun, but it's, like, uh, I, I, I don't even want to say, like, I'm, like, oh, I'm fully there. Like, I'm evolved. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, like, for me right now, like, you know, this was, like, I gave my max of what I can give for right now, you know, and then, you know, I'm, there'll be more to come, but... um I definitely think I definitely think my projects are like showing the growth over time Um, and I I love uh, Don't Leave Me A Voicemail I hope to like do something like it again have something you know following after it Um, I haven't yet but soon maybe
0: <laughs> like we mentioned before uh it girl is your most recent project mm-hmm. and i'm not saying this like to gas you up but when i was listening to it like i just kept on listening to it over and over because oh, i was you. like damn this is so so good but by far my favorite track on there is um what you want with uh Finago baby like yes. the lyrics the production like the melodies everything was just a plus um so can you take me through what it was like writing and making that song. Um and, and also is the cover art for It Girl inspired by the Powerpuff Girls.
1: <laughs> okay. So for making what you want, um, I heard the beat and I was like, Oh my God, I have to do something to this. Like I wanted to I wanted to balance the album out. Um, actually this song I made early on so um, but I knew I was like okay I'm gonna need a balance (laughs) and this will probably be the good balance so Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted a good like kind of singing and kind of like sensual songs so I was like okay I can do this and um, after I laid it down I was like oh my god this is crazy <laughs> and um, I was like I, I'm gonna definitely need somebody and I usually try to pull from my like team my resources like close to me first and like th- he's just the first person I thought of and was the first person I thought of because I'm like who else can really like body something like this and then like but be really smooth about it and you know I feel like we had a good balance with our verses like mine is really s- like sensual and his is like it's a little more raunchy but it's still like sensual yeah, because yeah. of his cadence and everything exactly. it's, it, 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 I think it, it levels itself out really well and I, I just knew he was going to do it like I played it for him and he was like oh like I, I think he wasn't <laughs> anticipating me to ask him to do a feature for that song in particular mm-hmm. so because he's done features well one feature for me actually two in the past and um they were a little like they Definitely not sensual. So I think he was just like, Oh, you want me to do this? And then he was you like, want okay. show a different side of Yeah, and he was yeah. like, Okay, you want me to do this on your song? Like, okay. Yeah. And um, he literally he heard it, and then I think he came back like a day or two later and then laid it down. And um, it was just like I was like, oh my god, this is like fire. So I definitely want to do more with that song. Like I want, I want to do everything. I want a video. I want, I want to like max it out. But that's uh, that's like my, my I'm song. I'm <laughs> glad you said that because when,
0: when I first heard it, I was, I was listening to it because uh, I, I wake up early in the morning. I was mm-hmm. I was like cooking or doing the dishes or something, and I was listening to it. And you know how sometimes you'll listen to something, but it's kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. It was in the background for me, and I'll remember. I was in my kitchen. I was putting something in the fridge, and like I stopped and I looked at my phone and i was like yo this is really fucking <laughs> good like and i kept yeah. on like playing it back and like playing it over and yeah. over again and i was yeah. just like damn like i really gotta like i gotta talk to her about this because yeah. it, it was really good so if yeah. if you ever are, are doubting yourself just know that jason really likes <laughs> likes, uh, uh, l- likes what you want um yeah.
1: and that you know it's crazy because i when i was after i recorded it and i was working on like you know my finishing touches on the song. I wanted it to sound kind of hypnotizing. So at the end, that's where I would start. You know, repeating a lot of the words, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna really like draw people in." It's kind of like a like a pendulum, almost like you know, where people are like getting dragged, and they don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know, the song might have repeated itself, but you know, you're back listening again. So that's cool. I feel like my my
0: plot work And the uh, the cover for it, girl. I also really like it. I like the cover. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, the colors and, and the picture. And then I noticed like the font in the in the in the lower left or like the logo or whatever i was looking at it and i was like where do i know this from and then i <laughs> saw it and i was like oh this looks like the powerpuff girls uh uh like the the title card yeah. or whatever so was it inspired by that or is it just like no, a coincidence
1: I, that that's kind of coincidental i i think or before i even started working on the project i was kind of really into like just kind of pop art and like those just Collagey kind of art. That's just kind of where I got like, you know, like I, um, I, I i'm not trying to keep the pink i think like i've just really grown and now i just really like pink (laughs) i used to fight it as a kid i used to be like no i don't like pink (laughs) but like i just i don't even deny it i really do like pink now so like i just try to keep the the girly aspect and i'm like and then i'm like it's it girl like you know like it girl this is this is what it girl cover would look like to me yeah and so that's that's just what I did. <laughs> awesome. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we we just got two questions here. So we'll start wrapping up. Um, <laughs> my first question is, what is coming up next for you?
1: Ooh, okay. So um, I definitely have some shows coming up, and um, I'm working on some stuff with Ben Banger. All He's right. got some stuff in the works that uh, will hopefully be, uh, you know, getting out to everybody. Um Right now, I'm really in, like, my, my video bag right now. So, I'm, like, I did the project. I have tons of music out. Now, I want to make videos, like, a lot more. I have some videos out, but um, I really want to put, like, a focus on it. So, I'm trying to make a lot of videos for um, It Girl right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just have hella content out. Um, so, that would be... That's fun. But it's taking a lot of plotting and planning because I want to oh, have sure. it serious. I have, like, one done. It's just not out yet, but... um, you know, working on those things. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, and then like I'm kinda working on some new things. Um, I don't know, it's not project S might just be like, I'ma just doop, drop in and <laughs> mm-hmm. drop something, but um, yeah, nothing uh nothing too crazy. <laughs> Do you
0: ever think you'll fully just get into producing, you think we'll ever hear like a, a Beth Banger beat tape?
1: Ooh, that would be crazy. I, I would really have to like I I would love to. Mm-hmm. I would it's gonna take a lot of me like like, tying myself to a chair and really, like, sitting and doing it. It's not that I cannot, but I just, my brain is, like, in every direction all day. Like, I'll start something and I'll be like, okay, I got to go outside for no reason. <laughs> like, so it's like, I just, it would take a lot of focus and I've, once I learn something then I'm, I'm locked in I'm like okay I know how to do this 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 and I can make it mm-hmm. so that would be really crazy now you got the, the wheels okay. spinning now uh, <laughs> I, just, I just
0: need a, like a little shout out in the liner notes or something like that if you ever I know that. okay I got you I got you, <laughs> got you. <laughs> um, so for people who have listened to the podcast I, I usually always end with like a what's coming up next for you and, and some other question but I wanted to start featuring the city of Baltimore more because I, I want the podcast to like kind of just showcase how great the city is um so as somebody from baltimore who, who grew up in west baltimore when you think of baltimore what do you think makes it so great and unlike any other city in um in in the usa
1: Ooh, i think this is from an artist perspective i think that everyone that is a creator everyone is very very individual like there's not one artist that I know or work with or associate with that I can think of that sounds the same like another artist. And there's not one producer that makes the same kinds of beats. Like, you know, the Goodfellas, uh, Ben's collective of producers, they all work together, but they don't create the same sounds. Mm -hmm. But they can come together and create a sound that's not the same as other people. And that goes for artists, people who draw, paint, producers. Everyone does everything different. But when uh, I feel like when you're looking from an outside, if you're from another city, you're like, oh, that's a Baltimore artist. Like they're from Baltimore. I,
0: I think, think I, <laughs> I think it makes sense. Like I, I I've interviewed plenty of people, and yeah. we're very individualistic sometimes, mm-hmm. like to a, a fault. But I think that is what other people. See and feel and hear when they come from out of town. It's Mm -hmm. like all y'all are from the same area, but everybody's just doing their own thing. Yeah, they're Um, looking,
1: everyone, like people will be looking for like a thing where like there's not a thing. Like you can go here and you'll hear one thing. You can go up the street and you're going to hear another thing. You can go over west and you're going to hear a group, this group, and they're not going to sound like over east people. Like, you know,
0: I think it's crazy. (laughs) The the only thing that is closest to a thing is like all those, all those, you could have 10 different people making Mm -hmm. 10 different sounds. And they'll all be at The Crown on Saturday. Yeah, be
1: united and like, hey, hey, you just did that. And like, yeah, yeah, I'm
0: dropping next week.
1: Like, you know, yeah. it, it's going to be like, that's that's a spot for, well. <laughs>
0: cool. All right, well, that is it for me, uh, Beth Banger. Thank you so much for the opportunity to interview you. Thank
1: you. This was fun. <laughs> of, course, of course.
0: That was rapper and singer Beth Banger. Find her on IG at Beth Banger. And you can check her music out on Bandcamp. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Local Color. The podcast is hosted and produced by me, Jason V. The podcast is distributed by your public studios. New episodes of Local Color will be released the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. Learn more about Local Color at wypr.org.